The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining me for the second show of For the Love of Reiki. We had so much fun last week, and looking forward to today. I would like to thank a few of the people that have wrote in regarding the last show. Jory, I'm so happy that you enjoyed it while you were doing your housework. (laughs) And Brent, while you were running around town. And Michael, I loved your message that you loved the show, and it, it made you excited to hear more shows, but... What is Reiki? I don't know what Reiki is. So today, that's what we're going to address, what Reiki is and how it is life-changing for ourselves and for others. And so I will now introduce my wonderful guest, Kristen Eichel. She was with me last week, and today I will be interviewing her. And we'll just kind of find out a little bit about her and what Reiki is, and she'll share her thoughts and experiences. And thank you for coming. As always, thank you for having me. Me too. It's such a treat. It's so much fun to do this with you. And and I love how the audience is participating and more and more people are going to get to know deeply about what Reiki truly is and what it has to offer. So let's just jump right in. All righty. What's your first question? Show me. Ah. When someone says, I've never heard of Reiki, what is it? Tell us, tell us what it is. Okay. So Reiki is actually two Japanese symbols that mean universal life force energy. So ki, like chi, or uh, in the Indian, they say the prana. Uh, the Hawaiians would say the mana. So that life force energy is the ki. Ray would be that sort of sense of where it comes in, like a ray of light. Think of that, like it's coming in like a ray from universal divine source. So as the Reiki practitioner, you are opened up to hold and carry this energy into your body by the master teacher who has initiated you to bring that energy more into your body. So Reiki actually as a healing modality, forget the name, but the actual healing modality is obviously what's been around for thousands of years. This is just the laying on of hands. So Anybody in any timeline who's ever put their hands on someone else's body to transmit love or healing or that intention of divine well-being has been channeling this energy. But in 1922, um, the sort of the grandfather of of Reiki, uh, Usui, was in Japan. He was a Buddhist monk, and he was doing this, this deep meditative practice in order to really learn basically how to die how to dissolve his ego, how to leave his body in a way of, of complete merging with the oneness. And he had this 
teaching by his his teachers that said you have to go to the mountaintop and you have to prepare for your death. Well, which actually goes back to that conversation about shamanism, which as a shaman, you're always preparing for the moment of your death because truly you're never alive until after you've given yourself over and completely won over that fear of death. So it's very important in many of our healing traditions that the healer must heal themselves, you know, uh, so that, that becomes that first level of initiation. So he went up to the mountaintop and he fasted and he prayed and he fasted and he prayed. And he basically had this epiphany, this open, opening awakening where the symbols were downloaded into him. He got this whole message of the healing and he began practicing it on himself and he began practicing it on his community. And during the war in Japan, he actually was basically crowned a national hero for all the work that he was doing for the thousands and thousands of people displaced by the war and displaced by the bombings and began initiating and teaching many, many teachers. So there are a couple of schools of thought with Reiki. There's the traditional Usui method, which is actually the one that I was initiated into from my teacher who had actually worked with the, the Hawaiian lineage who came from Takata, um, which has has really preserved a certain level of energy on its own. And then there's the Western Reiki, which um, people like William Rand and other people yeah. in Europe have actually worked with that energy to bring another layer of it. So all these wonderful traditions come together, and they're weaving together in this very powerful new lineage that Reiki is emerging into. So I've had the blessing of having both teachings be be given to me. I first began my Reiki practice in 1991 when I was initiated to Reiki 1 and 2. And it took many, many years for me to actually get to the master teacher just because there were other things I was learning as well. I'm a certified hypnotherapist since that same time period. I'm an advanced theta healer. I'm a kundalini yogi, and I specialize in yoga for labor and pregnancy. I'm a birth doula. And I look to see what are the healing modalities that we can offer to our planet, to our community, to our loved ones, that will cause them only benefit. So there's no side effects. There's no negative downtime. There's no anything you have to process other than just receiving this beautiful healing energy. And I have found, I know much like you, when you offer so many of these different modalities together, I have found this lovely interplay between the different practices I've learned or been exposed yes. to or have been given to yes. me. And that's, you know, your Reiki yeah, soup idea. Reiki soup. That's a really yes. beautiful way to incorporate all the different healings. So my journey has been kind of pulling these different pieces together, translating it through my body, and then giving it to my students, my initiates, my, my groups and classes now as well. Yes, yes. And um, you mentioning shamanism, a uh, funny thing I read sometime, and it was hilarious, the funny thing about shamanism is uh, they believe um, you survive death. You know, you, yeah. they they don't even think it. You survived death, so why worry about it? Yeah, exactly, it's, <laughs> and it's, I just think that's it's inevitable. It's going to come. It, yeah. Well, it's it's really a Great very beautiful thing. practice. The shaman, and regardless of whether it's it's um, Tibetan shamanism or Mongolian shamanism or North or South American shamanism or Hawaiian Islander shaman. I mean, there's all these different schools of of the practice. However, the tenets and the principles are the same. So whether you're working with the eagle, the condor, or the great turtle, it doesn't really matter. The power of Mother Earth is really where we derive our energy from, much like the Reiki energy. So we as human bodies, we as molecules of energy on this planet are also housing divine energy at the same time. So we're both. We're both. And the shaman is that person who bridges the material and the non-material world. They have a foot in each world. So they confer with the spiritual world and they bring that lesson into the physical world. They then take the physical world energies, bring it for refinement and healing in the 
energetic world. And then there's this beautiful bridge that goes back and forth between the two. So in the old days, the shaman would have to do an enormous amount of work to be able to bridge those two <laughs> gaps because those gaps were pretty big gulfs. But it seems as if the energy has shifted in such a way that we now have, on some level, less of a divide. And yes. we can actually have that interplay more freely. If you look at the babies and the children and the new practices oh. that are coming up now, there's this wonderful energetic configuration yes. happening now. I'm sure yes. you've experienced that as well. Yes. And Reiki, I believe, is a, a big part of this shift. The Reiki energy, th- there are millions of level one practitioners. Yeah, I was I reading mean, that there's approximately, the estimate the world, is... And it's growing. Yes, exactly. That's a shift. Exactly. Four million people worldwide is estimated yes. that have been initiated into one level or another of Reiki. Yes. Four million people. Yeah. That's phenomenal. That, it's and of just course, it's fantastic. only going to grow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, tell us a little bit, um, Kristen, what Reiki has done for you personally in your life and the life of those around you. I would say that one of the things that it's done is it's helped me to have a greater sense of perceptivity or intuition. I am a very creative person. I'm a, I'm a double Pisces. I'm a, mon- you know, I'm a monkey in the Chinese astrology. So I'm very creative and I'm very dynamic in that sense. But I've never considered myself overly, overly psychic one way or the other. But what it has allowed me to do is to trust my intuition in a different way. And it has allowed me to really know that when I sense something, if I touch somebody and I sense something, to honor that and to trust it. And Mm -hmm. sometimes in my healing work with someone else, I'll see something. I'll see a past life or I'll see images or colors. And I'll I'll ask them, do you you want to know what I saw? Because sometimes they don't want to know, and that's okay. But sometimes they say, oh, yes, I'd like to learn. And I'll just offer, well, I saw this. And I don't even have to know what it means. Mm -hmm. But if I just say, well, I see this or I see that or I have a feeling of this or a feeling of that, sometimes that in and of itself is enough for the person to verify, yes, that is what I'm experiencing, so that they don't feel so alone in being recognized for what they're feeling. And you as the practitioner, me as the practitioner, has been able to see that, yes, I was indeed picking up something truthful from their body, whether it was from their physical body, their energetic body. And as many lightworkers know, things appear in the auric field far before it appears in the physical body. So when you're doing Reiki and you're working off the body, you're actually working on like a different timeline. If you, you're actually working on something either that's passing from them or something that hasn't even yet landed on them. So you might clear away something that they never have to physically experience, and that's really very powerful to yes, me too. Yes, that is very powerful. Yeah, and it makes Reiki such a wonderful tool because, you know, you can give this, and it does. It prevents imbalance. It prevents disease it breaks it up before it even manifests and it brings the harmony and uh, heart balance and uh, connection to source it it just changes everything it does change everything in fact i i love this sort of little statistic here so so bear with me for for a second but there's a it's called the international center for reiki training and um william rand has Really, and I really respect this man for that. There's not a lot of people who stand up on the planet and say, look at me, I will become the authority on whatever this is. And I, I truly admire and I honor people for, for doing their homework and for stepping up to the plate and holding whatever that information or lineage is. And, and that's really who I see that he's been for that. And he has this beautiful International Center for Reiki training. And on his website, in his work, that he has uh, sort of collated a great deal of information. One of the things that he said is that free of charge at 800 
U.S. hospitals in this country, 800 different hospitals offer Reiki to their patients, to their clients, to their teachers, to their doctors, to their nurses. I actually personally believe that pretty much every healthcare practitioner on this planet should have it at their disposal to augment whatever their modality, whether it's psychotherapy yes. or hypnotherapy or aromatherapy, mm-hmm. there's certainly benefit to that. So he was saying that um, Duke Integrative Medicine in North Carolina, New York Presbyterian Columbia Hospital in New York City, Yale New Haven Hospital and Children's Hospital in Boston, among obviously many, many others, are actually giving Reiki to their clients as part of their wellness. Yeah. It's, it's profound. It's a Wonderful. shift yes, in what's available. Yes, a shift. A shift, and you know, we just see and believe that's going to continue to grow until it's just going to be a common thing, well known, and that's the beginning. That's huge. It is huge. A lot of hospitals, and I know that for many years they had been this kind of. You know, we've we've all heard this. We've grown up with either a parent or somebody's like, well, that sort of woo-woo stuff, you can't prove oh, it. Yeah. It's energy, you know, make-believe. You're going to, like, tapping on tables and elevating it. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. great, talk to me later. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. So a lot of people are very sort of left-brain and factual about things. But the good news is, is we've been able to have a lot of study and a lot of research done in the ensuing decades. And there have been a number of beautiful controlled studies that have been submitted to peer journals for review for a variety of ailments and disorders that have shown massive support for the use of energy work with Reiki specifically. Um, And in fact, as of 2009, the Touchstone process has evaluated over 25 test studies, and they've consolidated only the most rigorous controlled studies, 83% of which show a moderate to strong evidence in support of Reiki as a viable therapeutic alternative modality. So it's really very powerful. And they've done things for, for example, post-op pain relief for tooth extractions or other sorts of, you know, pain relief after operation and surgery where you do not have to be reliant upon drugs either that much or at all. Um, They've actually used it for cognition in elderly clients and patients who have things like dementia or Alzheimer's to actually help with their cognitive abilities. And that's really profound. If you have somebody who's got memory loss and you can give them that little extra support to help keep them awake and alert, I mean, that's just a benefit for everybody. Um, As well, they found really a a reduction in the chronic pain for, uh, for for patients who have chronic illness. And that's when you live with chronic pain. It's relentless. There's not enough drugs in the world to make the pain go away 24-7. It does work on a depressive level on your body. Your body starts to produce those hormones and chemicals that make you chemically depressed as much as emotionally depressed, and that's equally as damaging to deal with. So they also have found that Reiki is very powerful for working on, de- on depression and stress as well. So those are sort of nice correlations. If you work on the pain and you work on the depression, your stress naturally is alleviated, so that's very powerful too. And as well, there's tons and tons of anecdotal evidence as well for the people who are practitioners of Reiki that yes. they themselves feel better and more balanced. I know that you feel that way as well. Yes, yes. It's just made a huge difference in my life. And I can get up in the morning and head to my office and have some sessions. And it's like, oh, my gosh, it's like I've had this big shot of wonderful. And that's because that Reiki energy is flowing through me to the client. But it just lifts me and heals me It improves my mindset. It's absolutely amazing. Just amazing. It's life-changing. 
uh, a dear friend of mine, she actually was my Reiki master teacher, and um, she always had found that doing a lot of initiations at one time would cause her to feel debilitated. And I said, okay, well, that's not okay, first of all. So there's something we got to change in there. So I, I pulled in a little theta work with her because theta works on the brainwave state. So when we're doing Reiki, we're going into a more powerful brainwave, right? And so we work on the belief level. So we just went right in, boom, two minutes, changed that belief. She now does her initiations. She feels amazing afterwards. Yes. And, and that's what it is. It's just as we spoke before on a previous show, that our beliefs sometimes get in the way of allowing mm-hmm. the healing, of allowing the blessing in. And that's something that's also very powerful, too, is as the Reiki receiver, you need to be open to receiving. If you say, no, I don't want it. Have you ever felt when you've worked on a patient yes. and they kind of like their energy pushes you away? Yeah. Because yeah. they don't want to receive it on yeah. some level, even if they yeah. say, yes, I do, but their body doesn't. It's like they put a helmet on. Okay, you can do it, but, you know. But not okay. really. Yeah, yeah. I'm here because my, my sister wanted me exactly. to come. <laughs> yes, I've got that. They yes. made me do it. Well, okay, great. Yes. Well, if they're making you do it, then there's, we might as well play cards because I mean, nothing is going to happen if you don't yeah. want that. I, I had the funnest, funnest client, one of my students... Um, well, this this is going to take a few minutes, so you know what? I think let's go ahead okay. and work on uh, going into the commercial, and I'll tell you about this, because I just thought of it, and the man was absolutely hilarious. So. All right, awesome. I can't wait to hear about that. All right, so we'll come back to that after the break. Yes. This is Voice America, Paula Vale, The Love of Reiki. Thank you. Your life. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Every day we hear about health and nutrition, but it's also confusing. We think we're eating the foods that are good for us, like nuts and berries, and avoiding things that supposedly aren't, like gluten. Yet we still wind up craving poor foods, taking medications, sleeping poorly, and gaining more weight than ever. What could be underlying these health problems? Get the answers. Tune in to Nutritional Wellness Beyond Food with host Lori Hibbard, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. 
Welcome back, everyone. And this is Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki. And I have my guest, Kristen Eichel, with me today. And before we even get anything else going here, I do want to mention her book, Initiate, is amazing. You have to check it out. But when we left for commercial break, I had just we were we were talking about clients and the ones that like have a helmet on. It's like give it to me, but don't. But don't really. Somebody made me come. I have a student whose uh, boyfriend injured himself at work, and he was in a lot of pain. He was going to the chiropractor, whatever. And she was like, "You got to come. You got to come. You got to come. Get some Reiki from Paula. We got to show you what it is." So, nicest man, he comes in, he gets up on the table, and and I could tell, he's like, oh, so... What are you going to do to me? (laughs) Yeah, what are you going to do to me? Honey, why did you bring me? So, she sits down in the chair, and I go through a session with him, and basically in a session, I start out at at the head, at the crown chakra, kind of work myself around the whole body, balance the chakras and I, I like to play a little bit uh, with permission I'll open up their chakras with a little quantum healing and just fill them up with Reiki but anyway I did the session with this gentleman and this is something people say all the time is I well you were there but then you were there but it felt like you were there oh yes absolutely sometimes yes. people will feel like two or three different yes. people are working at them at yes. the same time because their angels or their reiki guides are all it's over the place hilarious. yes and i had been up at his shoulders and then i i moved farther down the body so after he was finished with the session and he was like oh my gosh i i really feel good that was actually really good and he turned to his girlfriend and he said oh honey i'm so glad you got up and joined her and she said, I didn't join Paula. I was just sitting here. No, no, <laughs> no. There were two sets of hands on me. No, honey, there wasn't. Yes, there was. I, I, I would bet you $100 there was. Are you sure? And we just laughed. But that really is what it's like. It happens a lot like you, that. Yes. Don't, isn't that true, Kristen? Absolutely. Your, your energy stays, that energy stays there working on them as you move to another part of the body. And it's just hilarious. But, yeah, it's, you know, someone that, especially I call people that haven't had Reiki before a newbie. So when they, oh, you're a newbie. Oh, I'm so excited, you know, because it's so fun, that first experience receiving Reiki. It just, you know, it just turns a page for people. But this gentleman, it was so funny. He just was sure that she had gotten up and, and done some Reiki on him. So we really enjoyed Aww. that. So Well, there you go. Her, her energy apparently did leap across the room and join yes. in at some level as well, yeah. too, which is, which is the other thing, too. We talk about distance and talk about being present for it. Um, and just even holding that and sending that intention to people, it really does land on them. They yes. really do feel it. Um, your intentions do go out into the world. They do make a difference. Yes. And you know, in, in many different practices, we talk about the threefold law. Whatever you send out comes back to you three times. So if you're sending out hatefulness, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell yeah. you, that hatefulness is coming back in spades. But if you're sending out love and healing and intention, at least benign juiciness, like not even, like don't even have to go to like super juiciness, even just benign juiciness, it will come back to you, the sender. Yes. So there's only benefit and upside into sending out 
beautiful, good energy into the world. I, yes. I really do think that that matters. Yes. And it becomes a cumulative effect. Yes. You're talking about the um, that sort of sense of resistance. My dog is so funny. She's uh, an eight-and-a-half-year-old German Shepherd, a sable, but she has elbow dysplasia, so her elbows are all swollen, and it's very hard for her to walk sometimes. So I will do Reiki on her, and she's so funny. At first, she was like, uh-uh, mm-mm, you're not, mm-mm, that's weird. I don't know what it is, and she sort of, like, backed off, and I said, I'm sorry, we're doing this, so you're going to lie down. So she lay down, like, reluctantly, like, as far from me as she possibly could, and I just put my hands on her, and I was watching a movie on pay-per-view at the same time, so I'm, like, sitting on the floor doing Reiki on my dog for about two hours. Oh. At the end of that, she was completely comatose like her tongue was out there was a pile of drool on the floor she was like space she couldn't walk she was like so <laughs> deeply zoned out yes. and it was really really sweet oh. to, to experience that with her so oh. I have a cat when I I'll sit and activate my Reiki it, it's sitting in bed in the mornings with my coffee life is good got the puppy and this cat it, she senses me activating my Reiki and she jumps up on the bed and starts licking my hands <laughs> They are so in tune. Yes, give it to me. Cats are like Reiki magnets. And we will be doing one, maybe two shows about animal Reiki because it's a a whole another modality to Reiki. It's a a very powerful modality to Reiki, and especially given that animals are such natural healers anyway, when you feel sad or depressed or upset, and they sense and just they'll just come Mm -hmm. sit with you they don't even have to touch you and they also have those beautiful animals who live in the nursing homes or live with people and they can sense when they're dying or when they're passing and they just go to just be a comforting presence for them and so really honoring that the animal kingdom and the natural world by by giving back and that reciprocity i think is a benefit Mm -hmm. We've, we've taken so much from the animal kingdom um without a lot of regard and without a lot of respect that i think that us for to consciously give back is, is very powerful. We've taken from the sea life and we've taken from the forest life and we've taken certainly from our poor farm animals. And anything that we can do to give respect to the life that they give to us to allow us to eat and to and to survive, Absolutely. it's a beautiful benefit. It's a beautiful give back. There is that, again, going back to the shamanism, that Native American experience of really honoring the earth mother as well as all the different species that support every single bit of life. And so if you do kill the deer if you do you know eat the animal you give honor and you give thankfulness for it's you're eating its life energy yes. you're not just eating the body yes. you're eating the energy that that body represents and that's a very beautiful way of looking at and recognizing and being grateful for the yes. energy that we receive on that level too yes yes we're we're eating it but we're honoring it and having gratitude and it does make a difference. Makes I know that a difference. you, like me, you charge your food with Reiki. Yes, yes. Have you noticed, this is a fun little experiment for any of you Reikis out there, um, ever get some plates and put it in front of you, like if you go to a restaurant or whatever, and just run your hand over it, and you can tell which one's been microwaved versus which I one has I have hasn't. never done that. Try that. It's oh wild. Oh, my gosh. It's, I don't do the microwave. Yeah. Sorry, that's yeah. my thing. Yeah. But you can me feel too. the difference in the life force energy if it's been microwaved versus if it's come off the fire or some other yeah. form. It's really amazing. I'm or gonna, versus raw. I'm going to do that. That's I believe it. Yeah, believe so people, it. people Reiki's, write us in. Yeah. Tell us what your experiment on that is. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Like You can yeah. blindfold yourself and do that. Check it's kind it of out a fun thing. And let us know. And charging your water. Yep, yep. And I actually, um, just because I love having fun, uh, last year I had some water bottled. It's kind of like a smart water. But I designed, my daughter helped me, and I designed the label. It's got the Reiki symbol. It's called Our Products. And so I had all these bottles made and shipped. 
and I Reiki them. And so when my client is finished with a session, they go home with a bottle of their Reiki water. Plus, it has the Reiki symbol on there. So you can fill that back up, and that water sits in that symbol because a lot of the water studies is just amazing. But, you know, and so just having that bottle in that Reiki symbol. but And that's what I tell my students, just to practice your Reiki, because like it's, it's a muscle, uh, just Reiki that bottle of water, you know? And actually, one of the studies I have looked at, uh, water after five minutes of Reiki energy, it actually changes the molecular structure of the water. Yeah. Well, it's like the messages from water, where you yes. charge it with love, you charge it with hate, you charge, it, and they see the difference in it. I, I do the same thing. I get although I don't. I'm a recycler and an upcycler of everything, so I write actually on my glass bottles the words love or certain Reiki symbols or gratitude is one of my favorite. Gratitude is a very oh. high vibration as well. And then, so then my daughter, who's almost nine, she'll say, oh, mommy, I'm having gratitude water today or I'm having oh, love water or I'm having I peace water. That. So it's already in the children's consciousness that they're drinking that. And so you're drinking gratitude. Yes. It, it's only going to bring your awareness back into that vibration as well, yes. into that healing alignment. And look, look, even if you don't believe it, okay, even if you don't believe it, where's the harm? Yes. What's yes. the downside? Yes. There's no downside. Yeah. So it's, might as well shoot for fun. the positive. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just have fun. It's endless the ideas that we can come up with. Absolutely. Well, we certainly intend on coming up with a lot of really fun ideas. Yes. We'd love to share them all yes. with you as well because we really do believe that the more of this community that expands in joy, in light, and in support of each other, it's a win-win for everybody. Yes. Yes. Which, of course, I think was part of your reason for wanting to create this beautiful yes, show in the exactly. first place. Yes, exactly. And the energy that we carry with us, and like Kristen mentioned, whether we're putting out negative attitude, positive attitude, we are like this bubble. And so what we're putting out, that's expanding what we're putting out. Others yes. are going to feel it. We make a change just by being what we yes. choose to be. Absolutely. It's, it's so huge. a million years ago when I lived in New York City, shout out to Manhattan there, um, I used to walk down the street. This is my personal little game with myself, right? Because, you know, in New York City or in any big city, you walk down the street, you're crossing thousands of people's energy trails. Think about that as if it was yes. perfume behind them. So what I would do is I would imagine that from – I would do my meditation in the morning. I would imagine that from the time I left my house, walked down the stairs, walked down the street, and did my day, that all behind me – was a little sparkle of gold fairy dust. Oh. Okay? So I would leave a sparkle trail of gold fairy dust everywhere I went because I'm that girl anyway. And I would imagine that I was leaving that positive trace behind me. Yes. And do you know that it, it that changes the energy of the next person that comes past? It's kind of like if you walk down the street and you smile at a person, so pretend that's yes. your fairy dust, right? Yes. You're smiling at a person. Their involuntary response is going to be to smile back at you. Yes. They're going yes. to get that hormonal lift they don't even know it. They don't even know why they're smiling. They feel good that you've given them something. It didn't cost you anything. And what you've yes. just done is uplift another soul. Yes. In two seconds. Yes. You could have equally scowled, made a face, and walked away. That would have taken more energy, number one. And you would have sucked the life force out of that possibility. Yes. It's really powerful when you think consciously, where am I spending my energy? How am I sending it out? How am I holding it? How am I rejuvenating myself? Yes. And just a smile is my fairy dust. And I can go around and go places 
go to Walgreens or go through the airport, whatever, and that smile, the it's amazing how many remarks I get from people, and it's like, oh, thank you for that, you know? That's that's all our fairy dust. What we choose to put out there, we really do affect everything around us. And we tie the Reiki energy into that and the glowing that it gives us. And it's going to help us smile more. It's going to help us have that more positive attitude. It's going to inspire us. It really does truly inspire us. And I think anything that we can do to give ourselves those reminders of the consciousness. So, so this is what I tell my clients. I, I teach some fabulous yoga clients and, and a variety of other students. And I really do remind them, use your practices as your touchstones to remind yourself of what you're committed to. And this is what we talk about in the awesomeness training. This is what we talk about yes. in all practice. Yoga or qigong or your martial arts or your style of eating or whatever it is, in and of itself, that's not the thing. That's a reminder of what you're committed to. So if you're committed to well-being and perfect health, for example, you're going to eat certain things. You're going to exercise a certain way. You're going to give yourself these little spokes on your wheel, you being the center hub, these little spokes that go out that make your wheel of your life turn around it. Every spoke that you give yourself, you could take one out, put an extra one in, have a, but all of those together are your empowerment. And every time you in, inform or charge those, you become stronger. So if you are informing yourself through your yoga practice, you're informing yourself through your dietary practice, through your energetic practice, yes. through your meditative practice, through your giving back practice, your whatever, your sadhana, your, your, your giving of yourself, you're only strengthening yourself and the world around you and reminding yourself of your commitment. Because our commitment can be to be low level and mundane. Mm -hmm. average, normal, under mm -hmm. the radar, don't see me, don't look at mm -hmm. me. Or your commitment can really be, I'm going to stand up like William Rand. I'm going to yeah. stand up and call myself to be the absolute authority, the master of whatever this thing happens to be, my pen, my, my, my practice, my understanding. You can all, all of us on this planet, can call ourselves to be masters of whatever it is that we choose to commit ourselves and our energy and ourselves to. Absolutely. Not in one minute, but over the yes. course of time. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's our choice. It's our choice it's every our day. Choice. And we have these wonderful modalities to use as ways to strengthen ourselves, as reminders. We get to these teachers. We get to these books. There's great stuff coming out right now. Yes. I have a little sign at my office. If I choose to be happy, no one can stop me. Thank you. You know, and right? it's yes, yes, it's it's a choice. It's always a choice. Mm -hmm. Yep. You can choose to ignore it. Mm -hmm. That's a choice too. Yes. Or you can choose to elevate it. You can choose to be kind. And one of the other things too that's really important uh, as well is keeping your energy clean and clear so that you're either A, not contaminating somebody else or B, not being contaminated by someone else. So when we come back from the commercial break, can we talk a little bit about how to really keep our energy clean and clear? about not picking up other people's stuff and how to practice that? That's a great idea because I, I get a lot of questions along that line. I think that would be great to address. Yes. All right, perfect. Thank you. All right, so we'll do that after the commercial break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you facing unexplainable struggles with your health? Listen to someone who has been there. Join host Teresa Jungling each week for Living Natural Today, Out With Toxins, In With Your Health, as she interviews experts who will shed light and offer practical advice on how you can minimize toxins in your food, home, personal care products, and more. Living Natural Today, Out With Toxins, In With Your Health, is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. By making some important changes in your life, you can move forward from where you are to where you wish to be. It is becoming the change you want to see. It can be a sort of experiment, if you will. On Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time, your host, Dr. Serena Wadwa, will introduce you to ideas that can help improve your health, relationships, and finances. You probably have at least one part of your life that needs improving. Make an appointment now to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Welcome back. This is Paula, host of For the Love of Reiki. And I'm going to get back to Kristen Eichel, my wonderful guest. And this segment, we're going to discuss the energy and protecting our energy, keeping it positive, dealing with negative energies. So... Lay it on us, Kristen. <laughs> All right, lay it on me, girl. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, that's actually one of the questions that I get a lot, too, is I do psychic house cleaning and I do energy work for people for a variety of ways. Um, we do carry energy from yesterday, quite honestly, mm-hmm. carry energy from our childhood. 
We can also carry energy from alternate timelines. And I don't like to say past life per se, because that implies that life is like a ruler with like a little timeline on it. And I don't believe that. I do believe it's more of like that web of energy that all possibilities are happening, all time and space are happening simultaneously. So um, that there is multiplicity of opportunities, multiplicity of experiences. And we just happen to be recognizing this one Mm -hmm. in this moment. Mm -hmm. And yet that's not to say, in my opinion and the opinion of other people I've worked with, that we are not influenced by other timelines. So, for example, if we were to do a past life regression, for example, and you were to go to Roman Colosseum and, oh, my God, I'm being chased by a lion, you may have a complete automatic response of heart racing and sweating or crying. You may have this complete emotional response that happens like that in two seconds. You go from normal, relaxed person to having the experience of being chased by a lion. It's, and wow. it's not like you can just like, oh, well, you're, you can make it up. I am telling you, I've personally experienced this. You do not make it up that fast. It is a complete full body visceral experience. So energy does affect us. And even if you say, well, I don't think about that that happened. You may not think about it consciously, but subconsciously, nothing ever goes away in the cerebral Mm -hmm. cortex. It's always in there. So you can use the Reiki energy to clear and clean these past habits. And so a lot of the stuff that I will work with is just getting a clear space. Now, if you ever notice after you've worked with someone, if you've kind of been in like a dinner party or been with people, and then later you're still thinking about them. Mm-hmm. Or those words are still traveling around in your head. And you're like, God, I really wish I should have, I could have, I would have. Or what was that thing? That means their energy is still hooked into yours. Oh. They're still attached to you. So if you're having that sort of sense of that angsty feeling yeah. or that like unclear feeling about it, you're still holding on to their energy. So it behooves you to clean that energy off. Some of the things mm-hmm. we do is working with, with salt or with white vinegar or even just cold running water. But you can also use the Reiki energy. So as a Reiki practitioner or not, rub the palms of your hands together, give yourself that beautiful Reiki energy, and just cleanse your body with it. Or you can also imagine that person sitting across from you and just imagine them in the bubble of light, imagine them connected to source, imagine you and your bubble of light connected to source, and just send that beautiful healing energy between the two of you and let them drift away and just bless them and release them. Um, The other thing I like to do too is rub the palms of the hands together and sort of raise it like I'm zipping myself up. So zip my energy up and push their energy towards them. So we, we do that. We rub the palms of the hands together, zip it up, and let it go. So that you cut that connection between you and that person who was, like, weird on the bus next to you. Excellent. Does that make sense? Excellent. Absolutely. Simple. Really yes. simple. Yes. But powerful. Yes. Yes. And I actually use Reiki symbols as right. well to do clearing. And I clear the house. I clear this room. people's energy, this room. And, you know, because, yeah, you can hold on to that. How would it be, okay, I've got a little experiment here. I'm throwing Paula a loop here. How would it be if we sent Reiki through the airwaves uh-huh. to I the people around the world? It. Do you think people oh, would get it? Yes, absolutely they would. Absolutely. All right, so what's it look like? How do we do that? Uh, I'm doing it right now. Oh, she's so good. You should see her. With intent. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. With our voice, with our intent. 
So everybody who's listening, if you've got this energy yes. coming into your ears, you can already imagine, feel, and experience that there is this intent for your highest, greatest good to be done now. There is the intention in alignment with your higher self, with your soul, with your greatest good for you to feel in this moment a sense of elevation, a sense of clearing, a sense of connection to the divine spirit that you truly already are. And that is the intention that is being sent to you. So if you are open to it, and if you choose to receive it, you can inhale it in now and let it just gratefully drift into your cells, into your being, into your soul, into your heart. Let it open up your heart. Let it open up that space of healing that Paula Vale and Kristen Eichel and your highest, greatest good are sending to you right now. And it is truly that easy for you to open up and to receive. Oh, I just got a little chill on the back of my yes. neck. It's so great. Oh, it's yes. that beautiful. We just spread a cloud. Over the whole planet. Worldwide. It's yes. amazing, right? Yes. Well done. Thank well you. done. Well done. <laughs> nice healing the planet with you, Paula. Oh, yes. Oh. But that's but that's truly yeah. how gentle and how yes. easy this can be. Mm-hmm. Anybody can receive this. And, and you as the recipient, when you hold it inside of you and you allow yourself to be altered and changed, it takes courage. Yes. It takes courage to get out of the old boxes and out of the mm-hmm. old programming. It does. The trust and allow. We get safe in our stuckness sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that stuckness, even though we think like, oh, I hate it. I don't like this job yeah. or I don't like where I live. But there's a sense of safety in that sense of being stuck because you then don't have to be responsible for the choices yes. it would take to clear that energy out. Yeah. New, newness can cause us fear. Safety is in where we're at. It, it does. It takes courage. It takes courage. Which is why your community matters. Mm-hmm. And your yeah. healers matter to support you in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Finding support, sharing that support with other healers. And also with Reiki, the more healers get together and group together, that's just a bigger ball of energy that can be sent out. Absolutely. We do... Um, my community and I, we do Reiki shares. I try to do them every month. Sometimes we have to skip a few days depending upon what's going on. But one of the beautiful intentions that I also love doing with other Reiki master teachers as well as just the first level of Reikis or anybody, even in my yoga class, like these are people who are not necessarily Reikis, but you can still generate and hold that energy. So not only are you giving it to the individual that you're working on, receiving it yourself, but we also do a group oftentimes where we will think about a big ball of energy and we send it to the war we send it to mothers who are starving and can't feed their children we send it to the polar bears in the arctic wherever it doesn't really matter there's a million places that can use that love energy from your heart so wherever you're compelled to send it rock on it'll go great to use just let it loose so wouldn't that be excellent if all these beautiful reiki shares all over the world could as well send it to yes their intentions yes yes William Rand does uh, a meditation type setup, and he sets a time, and Reiki practitioners yes can, from all over the world can at that moment jump send in. Reiki, yep. yeah, and just jump in. It's really nice. It's excellent. It's excellent. I think it's very important to actually work in community, and. Um, one of the things that I know in my own life as I have grown, and this is really one of the reasons why I wrote my book. My book is called Initiate, From Supermodel to Shaman to Awesome. And one of the reasons why I wrote this 
first of all, because Spirit knocked me on the head and said I had to. So it wasn't like I had much of a choice. But um, was because there have been so many moments of initiation in my life, as in any of our lives, that have shifted the trajectory from where I was going from ho-hum, average, okay, to something far beyond what I ever even would have dreamed, asked for. Even better. My meditation is usually, great spirit, bring me X, Y, and Z, even better than I could have asked for. Because we don't even always know what we're at. We sort of want, well, I'd like love, and I'd like lots of money, and I want like a satisfying career, and I want beautiful children, I want a gorgeous husband. Yes, we want all those things. But beyond that, bring me what's in my soul alignment, and even better than I could have asked for, because for all you know... Something you never even thought of was just around the corner that yes. is going to make you even happier. That you didn't, had not even thought of, and Source can bring that to you if you just have the courage and the trust. Yes. So those moments of trust and initiation in that moment where it looks like breakdown. Initiation often looks like breakdown because whatever that structure is, is no longer sufficient. It doesn't work anymore. That confine needs to open up. So the initiation practice, regardless of whether it's shamanism or Reiki or any of the other practices, and there's millions of them all over the world, that we have these lovely ceremonies for, even a birth, even a marriage, a bar mitzvah, a funeral, these are all initiation practices. And we've kind of forgotten that under the guise of having a giant party with a bunch of people getting plastered. And that's not really the deepest intention of it. That might be the side effect. Mm -hmm. But the deepest intention is to recognize and honor a change of state. Yes. And so the more consciousness you can bring into that, whatever your tradition or your culture is, it doesn't really matter. They're all beautiful. They're all rich in their own way. Then you get to that moment of consciousness, you use it more effectively. And so by calling out and recognizing that, instead of looking back 10 years ago, oh, it was that moment. That moment back there was actually my initiation. Oh, I missed it. You get to be present in it now, and you get to cultivate more enjoyment of it in the process. Instead of suffering over your suffering, oh, my house and my career, my oh, it's a drag. No, you actually get to say, oh, you know what? The universe is clearing this away yes. to make room for something even greater to come yes. in. Yes, yes. That's a sea change in thinking for many people. yes. 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 Instead of looking at a door shut, turn it and say, okay, I'm looking at it as a window open. Absolutely. Yes. I often get this image of, um, because again, a visual metaphor, right? So I always see my life as like this giant long hallway. So there's this big light at the end. It's a regular hallway. It's rectangular and there's, you know, what have you. And there's a big light at the end. And I'm looking at that light and I'm walking down the hallway and lo and behold, oh, there's a quick little left. I didn't see the left, but that left is now suddenly this important trajectory. As you're walking towards your perceived goal, be open to the new possibilities that come in because those might very well be the very richness you are looking for. But if you're only looking here and you never notice the left turn, you may have missed the opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. Go back on that conveyor belt later. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, in your alternate timeline, you're on that timeline anyway. So it doesn't really matter, I guess. (laughs) Just depends upon what you want to experience, right? Oh, we're getting all yeah. esoteric there on that one. Yeah, yeah. But it's a fun practice if you can choose it your is. openness. It is. The openness is going to open and allow you trust, you let go of fear. I mean, our mind can hold us in. The fear can hold us in. But if we can just ease up on that, yes, have our goals, work towards our goals, but be open to what may come through another door or a window it may be 
way beyond what we thought was possible. So just keep that window open. Just mm-hmm. keep that window open because you just, you never know. You never know. And that's the truth. So, okay, it's going to be a whole week between yeah. now and the next show. So I think it'd be really great to give our listeners some homework. And okay, so ladies and gentlemen, the homework, you've already got an A. So just know that you're not going to not have an A. But the homework is an opportunity to actually be able to practice some mindfulness. So Paula, what would you suggest would be a really great thing for the populace of our planet to practice between now and next week? How about you have to smile Ooh. at five people tomorrow? Tomorrow. And How about every, every day? day? Every day. <laughs> yes. Every How about five day. people we don't even know? Five people we don't even know. We're going to give them a smile tomorrow and every day until the next show. I love that. Yes. I love that. Because you know that they're going to smile back. Yes. And if they don't smile back, it's only because they're probably so busy in their mundane thinking that they couldn't get out of it. But that's okay. They'll get it on some level. Yes. That you're wishing them good intent. Yeah. And wouldn't it be interesting? Oh, I'd love to hear this. Who's going to get a smile first from a stranger? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you've already sent your intention out. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to smile at five strangers today. Wouldn't it be interesting to see how many strangers smile at you first now? Now that you've already opened that doorway to that possibility. Yes, you're right. Because you're putting that out there. You're open for business sign is on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And please feel free to email me at Paula at Wellness Inspired. Tell me about your smiles. Tell me if you end up, oh, I did six. Oh, I wasn't counting. (laughs) Oh, Uh, I met the perfect opportunity that I didn't even know was coming. (laughs) Yes. So have fun with it. You have homework. So this is going to tell you this show, you can get homework. But (laughs) share your stories, your questions, any input, please. Yes, I I love it. I love it, too. I think it's really beautiful. And uh, and I love that idea of the smile because it doesn't cost you anything. You do not have to go out of your way in the least, and it's an ever-renewing resource. Yes. And what your smile may do for the other person, because you don't know them, you don't know the place they're at in their life, you don't know what they may be thinking or feeling, and you know your smile may change their day. Oh, it, I... may, it may make a change for them, and that's an exciting thought right there. And they're going to pass it on on some level. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Paula, thank you so much for this oh. beautiful day and this lovely opportunity. Thank it's you, such Kristen. a treat to do this with you. And I can't wait for more. Yay. And thank you. Thank you to all the listeners. Hugs and blessings. And I look forward to talking to everyone next week. Thank you so much. And to everybody. Yes. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 